Go, go, Joe. Go, go, Joe. Go, go, Joe. Hello, and welcome back to the Go, 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 Joe podcast. I am one of your hosts, Avital. And I'm Abigail, the other one. And this is it? Final episode. Finale. We made it. Um, I will be honest, I was not expecting us to actually finish this project. No, definitely. 100% convinced we were going to give up halfway through. So I am actually quite proud of us. Yeah, pat on our backs. Yeah. And what a way to end a truly spectacular musical with such a nothing of a song. (laughs) So after uh, Richard Attenborough pranks Donny Osmond... (laughs) (laughs) He falls to the ground and he lifts him up. And Donnie tries so hard, so hard to give this song some sort of meaning. It just means nothing. It's nothing. The words mean nothing. Zero. It is such a meaningless song. He's already done it as well at the beginning. And it works better there. It's just like a... You know, it, and it doesn't work at all, no. but it works better. <laughs> like, as a, like, upbeat, like, okay, and here yeah. was the moral, I guess. I mean, simply just having the bit where you go, the crash of drums, and there's drums. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> fun. <laughs> and so Donnie is like, because you can't have it here, because we've got to be more something. <laughs> I still don't know what. And there's a quick minute where as the first piano chords start, where Donnie, like, kind of his eyes flicker around, and it's just like, okay, Donnie, you can do this. Give this meaning. And it just flicks between Donnie Osmond trying to do something and Richard Attenborough just looking so bored. <laughs> just being like, uh, you could zoom into his head, and it's just like, yeah, he's completely tuned out. He's just like, mm-hmm, yes. I'm getting paid so much for this. And he's like, you know, meaningfully nodding and... But but not with the emotion of anything. No, but, it's but just... But also just nothing that makes sense in this scene. This is... This song is the epitome of fake deep. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, mm, yes. And even Maria Friedman, my queen, my wife, even she can't give this any sort of like actual emotion like she, she's trying she's giving her you know doing her maria friedman eyebrows and eyes and scrunching of the nose and it, it still means nothing because it means nothing she's just yeah pretty yeah she comes in and sings a flash of light and walks towards them like a flash of light and they're holding hands well when she walks in and they start singing the colors fading into darkness and harmony richard amber just pieces out <laughs> yeah he just, just like, leaves i don't need to be here anymore and, he, and there's no intention he just leaves he just walks off and he because he's walking really slowly and the camera angle shifts so we keep seeing him walking all three of them in the shot and he's just shuffling away (laughs) in the fog there's still fog there's still fog and they're like clutching each other's hands and looking into each other's eyes pulling each other towards each other and And then her hands are on his chest and it's like are they lovers are they friends is she real what is happening is she a figment of his imagination like is she affirming his beliefs no she's like yes you finally understood it's like what was he supposed to understand were you teaching him the lesson what is what is the lesson what is going on and I will give them credit. They sound really pretty because the harmonies here are are good. Like, they're simple but effective. 
And both of these people are very, very talented singers. But it's so pointless. <laughs> and then they like turn Talk out to the camera, like no, no. But they they turn out and they first they stare into the middle distance, and this is fine. And then just any dream will. And they are looking directly at you, and I don't like it <laughs> because they're trying to teach me something, <laughs> and I don't know what they're trying to tell me. They don't know what they're trying to tell you, but they're selling it as hard as they can. Like, is this basically just? Dream on by Aerosmith. Like, what is this? And then, You'll dream a lot. <laughs> some are lucky, some are not. Even, even that was a less of a nothing song than this. And then we zoom out from them, staring into your soul to Richard Attenborough, father of the children, leader of the pack, walking back with all the kids and like we holding have... their hands. Are they like pulling him along just no, to no. make him come back on? No, they're walking. They're walking. He's more pulling them, if anything. May I return? He did. He returned he to the stage. Return. He returned and they're all walking in and then in the world and I, all the brothers come in from the downstage with, with their wives, perhaps. With the women. The women. The women folk. And I'm, I'm pissed. But they've got like their arms around them and stuff so it looks like very like coupley. We don't know we don't if anybody's know. in character anymore. Like, uh, it, it's just... And it pisses me off that the kids were brought on stage before the brothers. Because the brothers are far more significant to the story yes! than these kids. Why are you leading this army of children that you don't know, <laughs> Jacob? The children of Israel! <laughs> that is army! That's what it actually means! Are they the representation of... Like, Israel, the nation? What is happening? No. And I have to think that they are because... Well, You'd like to assume it means something. Well, and then we we have the give me my colored coat, my amazing colored coat. And he's like holding it up triumphantly like he won something. And Richard... No, no, you won nothing with this stupid tattered coat. <laughs> amazing tattered coat. Yeah. And Richard Attenborough's lip syncing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's so funny. It's, you see him and he's moving. His, like he's trying. It's just no, no, no in, not in time with anyone else. No. <laughs> Give me my colored coat, my amazing colored coat. And everybody moves into formation. And then we're from, looking from a bird's eye view and it's a Magan David. It's a rainbow Magan David. It looks like every kippah I've co I crocheted for every gay friend. Serious? That's exactly what it is! Yeah. Yeah, it, and you just finish it and you're just like, oh, okay? And when you're, when you're younger, this is a And bit, you're Jewish. And you're Jewish. This is moving. You're like, yay, this is me. Oh, Jews, and Israel. The, and the music is telling me to be emotional. I'm gonna, you know, be emotional. But when you watch this as an adult, you're just like, huh? <laughs> What? What? Because now, and this is something that I will approach carefully. The Magen David is not exclusively the symbol of Israel. It is a symbol of Judaism, same way that the cross represents Christianity in, in, in just in and symbology. The and the crescent Islam. is Islam. The Magen I David. I forget other religions. Sorry. The, we know there are others. Um, the Magen David represents Judaism, just in symbology. That's just, you can't, like, fight against that. It is also now the Israeli flag. So if you're watching this just as a Jew, you don't even necessarily think Israel. You just think, oh, Jew. Yeah. This is a lot more uncomfortable to watch now. <laughs> because you do not know what people might 
about the creators of this film, and I will no go no further than that, except for that it's just a weird choice. Because, again, like, what, three of the people currently doing this are Jewish? <laughs> what is your kind of- what? You could have just edited it in them standing in front with his arms outstretched with the coat, and it would have been fine. And then- If you wanted it from the top, you had all the kids in the rainbow clothes, you could have had it in any symbol you wanted. Yeah, you could have had it be a heart. I would have accepted a heart. Yeah. Or, like, a thumbs up. That would have been pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, let's do a quick summary of the credits because this is a mind-blowing experience <laughs> as a child. So we cut back to the kids in the audience. In slow-mo! In slow-mo! As they do a standing ovation so, again. clapping and cheering. And, and the teachers are also, the teachers in the audience are also clapping and like whistling. And the head teachers on the stage are giving a very uncoordinated bow, I must say. <laughs> Maria Friedman bows way lower than everybody else. And then you get the uh, twist of a lifetime when oh you're a kid. Oh my goodness. No, when you're a kid, this shit is like, what? <laughs> they do a, a, a roll call, a curtain call, essentially, where they show the, the actor and then they show who they played. Now, what I think is funny, obviously, um, Donny Osmond is the first who's credited, but he wasn't one of the teachers who walks in at the beginning. So he's just a guy who's just there <laughs> now. Yeah. And he wasn't there before. And seeing him without his hair was so <laughs> uncomfortable as a kid. Just like, who is this man? Who are you? Maria Friedman just looks the same, obviously. But seeing each of the actors because they do a bit from the film, like yeah, they show like the, the actor like bowing. And then you show him in the film in action yeah. in costume. And there are a few that are like, okay, yeah, that's very obviously the same person. Like Ian McNeese, they didn't give him any facial hair, so it's like yeah. obviously the same guy. But the brothers? Joan Collins is the other woman. Oh, Joan Collins. <laughs> Apart from the Apache dancer. Yeah, we see later was like the, the, the woman telling everybody to slow down. <laughs> and seeing Don't each run. of the brothers de-bearded and de-haired, it, it does kind of make you go like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Wait, that can't be the same guy. Like, Especially when, as a kid, signifiers of who people were were the hair. And I mean, they beards. are still now, it's fine. Uh, but it's like their hair and their facial hair. Yeah. So when it's not, they're a different person. Yeah. Like and when you see a different person with the same hair, then they're the same person, right? Yeah, basically. Like, yeah. when every kid, most kids have gone through the trauma of having a dad who had a beard and then them shaving it. No. Or the other way around. No. I had that with my mom. who Not that she shaved her beard, but that... Um, for a while, my mom has short curly hair, and for a while, she decided to wear this like clip-on ponytail. Okay. So she would, and it was straight hair, and she would slick her hair back so that it looked straight, and then clip this on. And I hated it. Hated it. So this is kind of the same experience where you see these clean-shaven, short-haired, modernly dressed men, and then there are these hairy rascals, and you, and your brain just doesn't doesn't really connect to the two. Like, Zebulon looks fully different yeah. in and out of drag. Like, completely different person. Same with Simeon. Like, he's he's the PE teacher, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's really fun to watch the end and just be like, whoa. And you really do get to appreciate the good job they did with the, with the beards. Not with the hair. <laughs> uh, but with the beards. Um, 
And then you have the Mega Mix taking you out, which I thought maybe we could do like a little segment on the Mega Mixes. Each of them is seven minutes long, and I refuse to do that to myself. Yeah, it's basically watching or listening to each one again, like each musical again. May I return to the beginning? Yeah. It's uh, no. <laughs> no need. Not not at all. If you want to, like, listen to one, then go ahead. It's it's gonna be a little fun, like when you're watching the credits. Yeah, you have the Jacob. If you're Jacob in the mood, if you're in the mood for Joseph, and you don't want to watch the whole thing, not that it's very long, but um, it, it, this will give you the taster, and you'll feel like you've got you've got your Joseph hit. Yeah. And now with the other versions. So this is one of the absolute original songs. Um, and it originally only closed the show. It never opened it. Yeah. Up until uh, 91 with Jason Donovan when we had to give him more songs. Allegedly. Um, it's the same song. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, more more solos. Right. Um, so the 1969 version, it, it really is just like a generic 60s pop song that just kind of becomes more orchestral as it goes on right um <laughs> i was absolutely horrified to discover that there's a ukulele <laughs> in this number it was like a ding, 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 ding. It's, it's it's not like the leading instrument but it's there and i fucking hate ukuleles and i almost like wanted to yeet my headphones off of myself oh my god um and all the parts of the chorus all the ah that's all fully original. There's even more parts originally that they kind of cut back on because it's a bit, a bit much. Um, and <laughs> after a crash of drums, a flash of light, um, I was left alone. So normally we have the, ah, but here the kids just have to scream, ah! <laughs> they just have to screech this high G without leading up to it, without nothing. It's just like, a, ah! <laughs> it's very funny. And this song stays entirely in the key of C. It does not change at any point. And it's just kind of like a little bit more upbeat, like a nice little closer. Uh, 1973. Uh, so both 1973 and 1982 fade in directly from of gold, of gold, of gold. It just fades right in. Um, and it starts with just guitars. It's just like a... Nice little strummy guitar. And the only thing that was of note to me in this version is uh, a crash of drums, a flash of light. There's an electric guitar slide going, meow. <laughs> that, that is the universal symbol for a flash of light, clearly, right? Clearly, <laughs> clearly. In the 80s. In the 70s. 70s, sorry. Um, and now in 1982, also fade in from the previous song, it starts in C. Uh, and here we don't have the chorus going the ah it doesn't happen until like near the end of the song instead of like this weird it's probably just the casio again but it's just this weird like electronic instrument like it's weird and i don't like it um and here we get a crash a crash of drums a flash of light twice the first time it's just joseph with that electronic thingy do and then they do it again and this is when the chorus comes in and it's really dramatic. Like it, it, it builds to the final chorus with downright bombast. Like it's the colors faded. And the final chorus is like a march. 
like tran 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 it's weird and here it modulates from c to d so it goes up a full step jason 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 um this is where we have this song starting slowly and like introspectively and no like deep meaning which it doesn't have <laughs> like i do not think i would prefer anything from like the earlier versions but this song it works better just as a fun little closer yeah. with like you know the give me my colored coat like whatever that's meaningless anyway but at least it's like fun whereas when you try to give it meaning and have it like be mm, touching it just does not work and it starts it's and this time we're in a different key we're in a which is a minor third below c so it's a it's a lower key um and the kids sound really bored <laughs> because it's a lower key so it's just like i want my car it's really boring because they don't have anywhere to go and Jason Donovan, like, chews his words in a really weird way, like, crash of drums, <laughs> flash of light. Up until this point, it had all been just a solo with the chorus, and this is when we get the narrator coming in as a solo, as a, as a duet, uh, which okay. I also don't understand as a choice at all. No. Because clearly she's more the main character than he is, but, like, this doesn't make sense for them to sing together at all. And here we modulate back up to C at the very end. Ah, and then Donnie, Donnie, Donnie. Um, not much different from the 91 version. It also starts in A here, rather than uh, in the previous version, there's a rhythm guitar that comes in at the second verse. And when he sings the duet with, uh, with the narrator, so they do a crash of drums, a flash of light, my golden cone flew out of sight, and then the colors faded in. And they split into a harmony only on the word colors. They sing the in unison, which okay. is funny to me because it sounds like she needed to sing that note in order to get the rest of her part. It doesn't sound good. It really does not. Like, you, why? Um, and here also, this finishes in C. C, Donnie. It's not that hard. If you would have sung the whole song in C instead of C sharp, you would have been just fucking fine. You little crybaby. <laughs> You've just got all these images in your head of him just like going to the people in charge and being like, guys. 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 I've built this version of Donny Osmond. <laughs> That doesn't exist. I at least I hope not. Listen, listen, listen. Bottom line, I'm sure Donnie Osmond is a very lovely man. I'm sure he's great to work with. I'm sure he works very hard and just I'm not opposed. Um, I mean, he's been in the business so long. Yeah. Like... I'm not opposed inherently to changing the keys to suit the characters because that allows for the more diversity of voices and actors. However, changing from a C to a C sharp. When you could have very easily sung it in C, as we can clearly see in this version. Donnie, if you ever hear this, if you just have a good explanation, I'll take it. Yeah. Because right now, all I'm saying... We will take it all back. We will apologize. <laughs> no, seriously. If like somehow this ever reaches anybody in this cast that we've said bad things about, like, this is all jokes. <laughs> like, like, genuinely... But also, 
You were being a little diva, weren't you? <laughs> because, um, looking back on our first episode, we didn't really have our format quite together yet. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't really compare it to, we didn't really compare the versions yet. And I need to talk about the 92 version of the opening Any Dream Will Do. Because it is so adult contemporary. <laughs> it is. It is so, like, the, we got a pop singer to sing at the end of the Disney movie. Yes. But there are specific things that are just, mwah. For some reason, the effect they put on the kids makes them sound like ghosts. They're super, like, echoey and, like, vague. It's like, <laughs> Like, I can't describe it. You have to listen yeah, to it because it sounds... children in that version. They sound like ghosts and um <laughs> donnie is just riffing the whole time to the beginning the light is dimming and the dream is too it's so nice the world and i and listen you know how i know that these riffs are bad it's and like unoriginal. It's because they are the riffs that I would do if I thought, okay, how am I going to change the melody a little bit? And I'm saying this, I'm not a riffer. I need to like calculate and think of the changes I do beforehand. So the fact that this is the first thing that comes to me in my intuition as to like, oh, what can I do to make this sound a little bit more spicy? That means it's bad. That means it's bad, y'all. <laughs> it sounds like he's singing over the credits at the end. It really does. And and then there's, and not helped by the fact that there's a verse of just humming. Like, <laughs> he does, like, any dream will do. Which is just a weird choice mm. that, that just, the people recording it and putting it together made. I don't, what's going on on stage at this point? Are they just walking around humming at each other? <laughs> Was it so important to the to the scene that they wanted to keep it in, even though it means nothing in the recorded version? And what kills me is right after this verse of silence where it would go into a crash of drums a flash of light he just goes Ooh, <laughs> a crash of drums a flash of light like he is giving you typical high school tenor showing off like it sounds amateur because and and obviously now that we have the film version to compare it to it's it's unnecessary it sounds so much better when he does it clean rather than ooh. <laughs> it just—it's it, so. It, he oh. moved out of his R and B phase by that point. <laughs> oh, like, if I do not know whether Donny Osmond actually went through an R and B phase, <laughs> but I sincerely hope he did, and I will research that. And the thing that absolutely made me hate this version, but like in a funny way, is we get to the end and uh, to the any dream, any any dream will. And the rhythm is different, and it's it's not any dream, any dream will. It's any dream, any dream, any dream, any dream, any dream. Like, it sounds so weird yeah. and, like, fake and bad. <laughs> and I just, I needed to get that out of my system because once I heard it, I was like, I can't believe we didn't talk about this in the first episode. <laughs> well... Well, we did it. We did. And, uh, yeah, just um, as a last bit, the, the end of the oh, yes. 70s uh, filmed version. Um, 
So again, because it's it's one of the earlier ones, this is the first time you're hearing the song in it. Um, and so you've got Gary Bond standing in the middle with all the brothers kind of sit around him like they're listening to his little story <laughs> he's telling them. Um, and he, he just sings it. It's not anything over the top there's no dry ice um but it is very dry though (laughs) yeah yeah it's very like short and to the point and uh there's this moment where they cut to the kids normally the kids are on their little benches yeah they're not at this point for some reason they're on the painted scenery on the hill right they move them from the bleachers to the hill don't know why that's where they are now um and then all the brothers stand up and some of the other cast come in as well and they reminder joseph is wearing (laughs) a collar with curtain rings and ribbons hanging off it and then they all pull the ribbons off as he says my golden coat flew out of sight and then they all leave as he says i was left alone so the lyrics make sense. No. <laughs> I don't they, know. They just made the staging very literal. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> and there's still confetti on the floor. In front of the parade. Yeah. Uh, and then as he finishes with the give me my coloured coat bit, some of the actors come on with like pieces of cloth stretched out like um like it's a parachute but they're all individual sort of pieces. yeah 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 like a rainbow around him um and they're like kind of shaking them and then and then he finishes and it's great listen. and then we get the credits and we actually saw those so. yeah listen listen it's <laughs> it's better than what they did in the israeli version where first of all his 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 coat is striped because that's what it is in hebrew it's it's literally what the thing is called in hebrew yeah Yeah. but he's (laughs) raced on a platform like and he's like shot up to the like top of like near the the where the lights are and there's just like the longest coat (laughs) and it's just like huge stripes and here it's really upbeat it's like they're like getting ready for the mega mix yeah it sounds like the mega mix and he's just like this tower of Joseph. And it's like, okay. Just a column of coat. Yeah, just a column of coat. It's like, wow, he has long ass legs. I just want I just want to throw in a couple of the credits. Because yes. I already mentioned, I also meant, already mentioned that uh, Mrs. Jacob is, <laughs> is credited that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that um, the pharaoh, who is uh, Gordon Waller, um it's just credited as gordon just gordon <laughs> which he was in a pop duo called peter and gordon so i'm guessing that's why that was done he's but like, it's just weird he's like madonna but he needs yeah. the last name <laughs> but he also plays one of the brothers so you've got the list of brothers oh, and then I it just says gordon gordon <laughs> so rude like they just pulled in someone and <laughs> Gordon yeah, Gordon my next door neighbor he does a good Elvis uh, I just thought that was funny oh it was very funny I remember when we saw that the first time and we just like we lost it we didn't know what was going on yeah how we do we done the research so how do we summarize 
Okay. So the reason we did this... We're not very well. No, we are very unwell. Uh, both of us in our own ways. But it just... Once we discovered that we had this in common, yeah. every time we got together and we were around other people, or even if it was just us, we just couldn't stop talking about it. We couldn't stop talking about Joseph and figuring, like, why the why are they naked? What is what is happening? I don't know about you. I'm hoping this brings some closure. I don't feel like it will, though. I've been telling people, like, the reason I'm doing this is that if people ask me my opinions, I can just be like, hey, please, please, I can't keep talking about it. But if the fact that while we've been making this, I still haven't been able to stop is evidence of anything. It's that this... When you show your children weird pieces of media when they're small, it sticks with them. Yeah. Especially if they if they include music. Mm. Like, the music really sticks with you when you're a kid. Like, both musical and non-musical children get really affected <laughs> by this kind of stuff. And, I mean, it, it, was, it, it has been a very fun thing to do because I share it with my family and, and they share their um, memories of it because it turns out that it was my sister who became obsessed with it mm -hmm. uh, before me. and Which, yeah, that's what I remember as well. I've only now have become obsessed with it. Um, and it's also a really fun, like, little movie night like yeah. thing of just like hey you want to see what scarred me as a child <laughs> because every time i've shown this to somebody they're like what the fuck is going on except for other people who grew up on it or just like yeah <laughs> it, now let's discuss it yeah it's it's we set out on this journey to figure out why? <laughs> why? 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 We don't know what the why was about. This what the why? Why is this one of the longest running and most successful musicals of all time? Why does it stick in your brain like old taffy? Why uh, were these choices made? Where was this originally? What is the inception of so many of these things? And honestly. I've come up with just more questions. Yeah. Uh, and they'll never be answered. No. And because we don't have film footage of these productions, we can't interview Andrew Lloyd Webber or Tim Rice or Donny Osmond. Seriously, someone please at least find me a script for Jacob's <laughs> Journey. I need it. I know it will be disappointing, but I need it. <laughs> if any of the original boys from that school, please let us know. Um... And it's so specific to, like, British Jewish culture. Because <laughs> most of the Americans I know don't know about this. Yeah. Like, very few. The people who liked musicals know about Joseph. Every single British kid, Jewish kid, knows this thing inside yeah. and out. And a fair few of the goys as well, because, like, it's a good mm -hmm. kids show that you do. Like, if you went to even, like, a mildly religious school... Yeah, like we said earlier at some point in this podcast, not this particular episode, um, it's for kids. It was written for kids and it's designed so that it's always going to be able to be performed in schools yes. by kids. By kids, for kids. That's its primary purpose. Which makes it so confusing when you have all these really adult things. Like not, okay, you know... Mrs. Potiphar, that's in the text. You can't, like, ignore that. But she, they didn't have to be naked. <laughs> it, it, uh, uh, 
Yeah, I, 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 I have nothing to say except like, congratulations, Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice. You've officially eaten every single one of my brain cells at this point. <laughs> with like, my Spotify has been nothing but Joseph oh, for months. My my Google algorithm is so far. Oh down. yeah, oh yeah, and um, if anybody has information, opinions. Uh, if you somehow get this to anybody involved, that would be the biggest meme. If you have information that contradicts what we said, because we we did our best at research, but uh, yeah, we did free research. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> we did not pay for research. We did not pay for research. <laughs> I stopped going to a normal school at the age of nine, and you finished uni how many years ago? Yeah, and I'm a theater student, so research is not the strong suit here. <laughs> when we started, I literally just asked Abigail, like, how do you do research? <laughs> how do you take notes? What is this? So I hope you've enjoyed listening to this as much as we've enjoyed making it, because it has been really fun <laughs> and funny. There's so many more things that you could talk about in this film. Like, we, we, we even... Even the obsession that we have has not covered. Like, I watched this again recently with another friend, and there were more things that I noticed. <laughs> Even after watching every scene three times, there were more things that I noticed and more things that she pointed out to me that I didn't notice. And So kudos to the design team and all of that as well. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot going on. Yeah, it's well-branded. <laughs> well-branded, sits in your brain and doesn't let you go. And it is a really fun thing to show to people because... You're sat there, like, singing along really <laughs> happily, and they're looking at you like, what the hell is going on? And you're like, what, what do and you mean? And then it's been a bit over an hour, and it's done. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. It's short. It's sweet. Um, when it comes to the other versions, please, we've said this so many times, but please watch the 72. Oh, man, it's so interesting. It's, like, the entire Joseph experience you need is just two hours long. <laughs> you got 120 minutes for the film and then 40 minutes for the TV special and it's 20 minutes for the film I don't think so yeah no sorry uh, an hour 20 minutes yeah. <laughs> it's like a blockbuster action film <laughs> an hour and 20 minutes for the film and 40 minutes for uh, the TV thing and then the rest of your life to go to therapy and deal with <laughs> deal with this monstrosity um if any of the other versions that I've described appeal to you, give them a listen. They're all on Spotify. Except for the film version. The film version isn't on Spotify. Nope. There's no OST. They, re they, they recorded it in a studio and they won't give it to us. <laughs> you can only listen to it if you, like, you download each of the songs individually from, like, a YouTube pirate of it where they split the songs like you can't listen to this you can't buy a soundtrack it's a crime andrew lloyd weber release the film soundtrack <laughs> pay for your crimes release the release the film cut this is the new release we'll forgive you hashtag release the film soundtrack this is the new release the snyder cut guys we can get this going we have some real traction behind this there's clearly an audience for it he keeps on putting it on his uh, on his youtube site yeah his tr youtube page <laughs> so yeah we just need to stop now otherwise we never will yeah thank yeah. you for joining us on this 
absolute madness of ours. Thank you for your patience. Seriously. And um, reach out to me on Instagram if you have anything to say. Or, no, reach out to the Go 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 Joe Pod uh, Instagram. It's not an active Instagram. There isn't, like, anything there. But you can DM it and I'll see it. You can send me messages there too and she can send them to me yeah it's fine yeah like if you want um don't don't um actually us because it's done we can't yeah. go back and change it too bad bye, <laughs> bye! <laughs>